0: go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I am here with Melissa Amos. She is a spiritual mentor, coming to us all the way from over the pond in England. Um, And we're going to talk to her about her journey from kind of working in the ordinary world to doing the extraordinary work that she does today, helping people kind of get in touch with their spiritual selves, their intuition, and also um, how to turn the sensitivities that come with that into the superpowers that can create more success and happiness in your life. So um, today's show, our our theme is going from selling cars to spiritual mentorship. I think her story is really interesting and and similar to mine. I know I've shared with many of you my nine to five journey and then stepping into this work. So uh, let's hear it from from Melissa here today and, and what's worked for her really well and what's been also still challenging for her on this path. So welcome, Melissa. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so very Welcome. So why don't you begin by telling us what you do for people as a spiritual mentor and, you know, a little bit about your journey
1: getting into this space. Okay, so I spend my days now. Uh, the blessed job of working with people who generally they're on their spiritual path. They have a spiritual curiosity. They have something about them that wants to connect with their soul or with their intuitive nature or understand a little bit more about the invisible world. And I do this through a variety of ways. Things I love are the Akashic records, which are your soul's library, which. Um, really give you an understanding of who you have been as a soul and, you know, how you have got to where you are today. Uh, But I also love, like yourself, working with Oracle Cards and working with people to really help them understand who they are, their potential, and then how to get to where they want to be or where they can be or where it's possible for them to be. Um, And then obviously sometimes from there, some uh, healing interventions need to come in. So I work in um, a variety of ways as a spiritual counselor, a Reiki practitioner, the Akashic Records, and many other modalities to really help people understand how they can get to where they are destined to be.
0: Mm, I love that. Helping them hear the inner call. Making that, turning that up just a little bit more. Yeah. Very, very important. So, so when you were back in, in, I'm not exactly sure how long this was ago, but, um, share with the audience, if you would, you know, Mm -hmm. how many years ago this was Mm -hmm. when you were doing, doing work, like selling cars, which is an, you know, it's a noble job. It is, it is what it is, but it's not doing what you're doing now. So tell us a little bit about what it was like to awaken to this calling at that time. Uh, what were your challenges at the time? And then how did you kind of overcome that to then step
1: into your calling? Okay. So I was selling cars back in 2005, I think is when I started selling cars. And it's really quite an interesting job. I know in the UK, that is a quite a different job than it is in the US. There's there's a lot of differences, but really for me, it was a lot of fun, um, but it was very pressured and it was a very male dominated industry. And, you know, I quite liked how the, the, uh, a lot of the pressure that went with there and a lot of the fun, there was a lot of niceties and there was some really great perks and there were some wonderful things, but also, It was a male dominated industry and there was a lot of pressure and there was a lot of expectation and there was a lot of being told to do things in a certain way. Um, Now, I remember when I one of the things I loved about the job is there was a lot of training and there was a lot of things that we could do uh, to discover a little bit more about how to work better with people. And, you know, there was all the sales training and all of this stuff. I remember one time going to this um, quite alternative sales training that they were doing. And they said, if you didn't sell cars, you were doing this job, but you're not selling cars, what are you doing? And I said, I help make people's dreams come true. Oh, what I said. I like that. Which was true. Because people would, you know, I was selling high-end cars, and and people would come in, and it was my job to help marry them with the car that they wanted in a way that was affordable and that you know worked for both parties. So I had this, and I like that felt really good for me that I had this other thing rather than I sell cars, which you know wasn't really the truth of what I did. So. I always knew that I wanted to do something more. And actually, my plan then was to maybe go into training, going into helping others selling cars, I really loved some of the opportunities that we had there to help people grow. But then I was under a lot of pressure, I was feeling it in my body. Um, You know, I had, I had some job satisfaction, but I also had a lot of dissatisfaction was I I would say I loved and hated the job in equal measure
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and because of that it was starting to take a toll on my body I was stressed I was tense so I used to go and get massage and one day my lady that I went to see put her hands over my head and I was like what is that she went oh it's Reiki and I went (laughs) oh tell me more and it felt like just it just felt for that moment that there was nothing that i needed to worry about it just felt for that moment that i could just relax and not have to worry about what was going to happen tomorrow and as time went on i would have a breaky session here and there and i would notice that when i did for days or even weeks following i would just be able to cope better I just didn't have that low level anxiety that I was (laughs) looking back. I definitely had, which I numbed out and I party hard and I, you know, did the money and we went on the holidays and we did all this like cool stuff. But there was this underlying thing that I was running away from. And so one day the lady that gave me the Reiki said, oh, you could learn it. And I didn't even think this was possible to be able to learn Something so magical as channeling energy. Um, And then this series of the most beautiful synchronistic events happened, which led me literally in about two weeks to finding and booking on a Reiki training course. On the one weekend that I had off, every I think I used to get a weekend off for every six to eight weeks. And there just happened to be one locally on that day. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to book in. Perfect. i had zero expectations um and i left there and my life changed i walked into the showroom it was about 2 weeks later i walked into the showroom and it was like my body finally i was listening and tuning into my body truly and i walked in and it was like my body was screaming at me melissa get out of here mm-hmm it felt like razor blades, like in my energy body. And I was like, that's, that is what I need to do. I went to reception. I opened up a newspaper, there was my job right there, full page ad of this new job. And I was like, I'm gonna go there. It wasn't ideal. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to um, you know, do something to make an impact like more of an impact than what I was doing. And I took this, or I went for this interview and it was half the money and it was half the hours, but there was opportunity to help. And I remember thinking, what do I do? Because my logic brain, I need to stay where I am, good perks, nice car, blah, blah, blah. My heart, my body, my soul was saying to me, go, leave. And so I'm lying in bed and I was like, what am I going to do? Someone tell me what to do and the radio's on and I put this call out what do I do and this song came on the radio and it went do you drive a fast car is it fast enough you can fly away you need to make a decision leave tonight and live and die this way and uh, I went wow yep so I left that night well I left in the following morning um uh, because I didn't want to live and die that way yeah beautiful oh my gosh <laughs> It's amazing
0: how spirit gets through to us. Amazing. I love that. Right. You couldn't be more specific with
1: that message. <laughs> that was like, literally, they could, I was like, I have to go. And actually that started me really on a journey of understanding how the universe starts to talk to me and how there aren't coincidences in the world and how it is a case of if you put the question out there, that the answer will come back whether it's, as long as you're observant, ask, mm-hmm. observe, receive. That's right.
0: That. Amen. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. And, and something that's so beautiful about the, that story and, you know, certainly something that I've also helped other people with it's, it's really, it's not always a big shining star or a burning bush, <laughs> you know, it's there. intuition comes to us in these little subtle ways sometimes. Yeah. And it is, it is about being open and being specific about what you're asking about. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen this sometimes, but somebody sits down and go, just tell me something. I don't know what I need to, well, sometimes you have to be a little more specific yeah. and then, you know, that's when things are going to start moving for you. And I love, yeah. I love the specificity of what you asked, what you were dealing with and it like, boom, boom, boom. So quickly, very clearly set on another path. And you mentioned um, uh, another thing you mentioned when we talked about you being on the show was taking ownership of who you are so that you could help others yeah so can you share a little bit about that and how that kind of showed up for you back then and how it continues to show up today
1: yeah I think that a a struggle that many of us have and it's a real byproduct of the world that we live in is we don't know who we are we know who we're supposed to be and we know what other people are supposed to be doing or what the ideal thing is but we we spend very little time actually looking inwards and going, well, who am I? And what do I like? Mm -hmm. And what floats my boat? (laughs) And how do I want to show up in the world? Mm -hmm. And what brings me joy? And what's going on with me where I don't want to show up here or do this or, I don't know, follow this path? What's going on with me that maybe needs to be healed or understood or brought out and I always knew that I was somebody who was different like I saw the world differently even as a kid I would be the one that just asked the big questions like if the universe is expanding where is it expanding to remember asking that in science class at age however old I was and I responded to the- that by doing things that were different, like going and working, selling cars in a male-dominated industry or something different. And, you know, the music that I choose would be different because I didn't want to be the same as everybody else. And I, I think I had this thing where I had to prove that I was different because I chose to be different and not because other and not because I was weird or I was strange. It's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna choose this and I'm gonna. I'm gonna gonna run with this but it wasn't until really after learning Reiki when I understood how much of who I was was not really me how I was chasing things that weren't anything to do with what I really liked you know it was all about what car was I driving or how did I look or how was I showing up where were we holidaying there's all this stuff which just doesn't really matter but I was told it I was told it does
0: mm-hmm.
1: and many of us are um, and so it took healing and it took understanding and it took journaling and it took a few identity crises to understand understand that but it was like at some point after I'd had my first child and I think even after I had my second child and I'd look at them and see how unique they were and how I can't really mold and shape them into somebody that they're not and if I could why would I that I realized that the best thing to do is just like to bring my weird and just bring it all and say to people well yeah I talk to angels and yeah I'm into this and yeah come to my house and you'll see my layer of crystals that are moving around and I just and I just kind of own it and if anyone went and stalked my social media page you would it's like you would see where I hid behind a lens of well this is acceptable I wouldn't share one thing on my personal page it was all on my business page and then one day it was like I'm doing it and I just went out and I just told everybody who I was and I lost some people and I gained many more yeah that's beautiful that's absolutely beautiful
0: and, and so, and were you just saying just now you would share on your business page, your spirituality yeah. and stuff, but not on your personal page. So as yeah. to keep kind of that identity in check. Yeah. I think that's, that's very interesting. Cause yeah, it's almost like, um, an old self tries to hang on for that comfort. Like, yeah. I don't want to make other people uncomfortable because then yeah. I might get uncomfortable. And, but then, you know, at a certain point, you just got to bust out, let your freak yeah. flag fly as they say, <laughs> and come out of the <laughs> spiritual closet. Yeah. You know? yeah. I have a story in my book about a dear friend of mine. He's a medium. We met in de- development groups and we talked about it once. And he's, you know, he said it, it was harder to come out of the spiritual closet than it was to come out as a gay man, because yeah. at least he had like a community of support around that. But the yeah. spiritual party's like I'm the only medium I know other than you guys, <laughs> you know, and I think, yeah, when, yeah. We're st- when we're crossing the veil and talking to things that people can't see and yet it's all the proof is in the pudding, so to speak, or like what it does to to shift people. And you have to experience it. It's not something that can be proven or understood
1: without that experience. So I get it.
0: (laughs) And that's it. You know, as soon as I
1: started to show up as the whole me and people who I hadn't seen for 10 years would be like, you know, I might bump into them or they might send a message or something. And they'll be like, wow, I never knew. I had somebody from school from my you know high school message me a few weeks ago who I've not spoken to for twenty something years. And they were like, Oh, i really admire what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And I wonder if you can help me with this. And I was like, Well, if I wouldn't have put it on my profile then never would have known how to reach out for help.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Being visible, owning yourself and being able to just share that and to know, yeah, the people that, what's the Dr. Seuss quote? <laughs> the people who um, matter won't mind. And there's something about that. <laughs> totally. People who mind do matter, yeah. in Mind don't matter. Yeah, mind, don't matter. yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's really about just kind of letting go of that wish to stay safe yeah. and comfortable for people. Because yeah, yeah, this, the spiritual work is, you know, it does shake up lives. And I think there's a a whole history of that, that we're, we're kind of throwing off, you know, whether it was the witch burnings or the, you know, we're speaking out and saying, you know, you, if you want religion, you can have it, but you can also have a connection, a personal connection. That's very, very healing, very helpful. And not one is better than the other, but it's the, you know, that fear of persecution that can, can do a lot.
1: Yeah. And so okay.
0: and when you're sensitive of course um that can be very overwhelming to even yeah. think about. So how does like even today it sounds like you've been at it for a while now but even today as a spiritual mentor how do you still get overwhelmed um as a sensitive person whether it comes to your self-care routines or boundaries like where do you feel most challenged in your own life?
1: Yeah, the most important thing for me was understanding that I'm sensitive because I didn't know I was sensitive and I used to numb I used to numb the sensitivity out through various activities and I it wasn't something I identified with myself but what I would find is that I would be out somewhere or there'd be something going on and then it would feel like my whole body was under attack and I couldn't understand it I'd feel unsafe and what I thought it was was my intuition telling me that I'm not safe Mm -hmm. but it wasn't I didn't know this and then when I started with Reiki and things you know things started to compound even more and I was like oh my god I don't know if I want this more sensitivity it's like oh and at some point I along the way I learned that actually my sensitivity is my superpower because how else can I be that empathetic person how else can I Uh, mirror back to somebody how they're feeling how else can I read their um, you know connecting with their spirit guides or read their cards or come into their Akashic records if I didn't want to be open to that and so at some point I was like well I'm going to embrace this which sounds really magical and wonderful but the reality of it is that it does make you more energetically sensitive and you walk into a space and where many people would walk into a space and it would just be oh okay well the curtains are this color and the floor is this and there's this many people and this is the music I can like <laughs> I can feel sound often um and that that was always a challenge um I was talking to someone today and saying that like sometimes I can see smells mm-hmm. which is quite handy if somebody's walking towards you and they not had a shower a <laughs> um, I love it and so there's there's this um cross what's it called the Where some <laughs> and it, it's not like I can literally see it but I can I don't know there's there's more than one sense that's coming into play and so what I've learned you know this time of year what's going on you go into the shops and it's bright fluorescent lights and they're blasting out Christmas music um and they're spraying you with the latest perfume <laughs> For me that is my worst nightmare yes yeah I'm with you on that one right always... but now I know that <laughs> yeah. well, now I know that that's there so like it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen I'm still like don't spray that stuff on me I'm like I'm allergic <laughs> don't spray that stuff on me um or if I know that I'm going to be somewhere and the music's going to be like super loud then I'm like, okay so i'll just be in silence for the morning or just have something soft that's going to soften my energy um i'm i live very close to london i'm you know 30 minutes on the on the train into london and i love going into london it's a buzz it's where i grew up but i know that if i go in there that i need to prepare and i have my uh <laughs> my crystal bracelets on um i have a plasma uh neck that I wear around I you know I ground in I know and I know um but even though I know and I know <laughs> it still creeps up on me and it's hard and as a mother as well the kids want to have their music on or they want to be w- listening to whatever it is shouty man that they want to watch and I just know that it's gonna whatever and sometimes I'm not prepared and sometimes and that just feels very overwhelming for me and the only way I can really deal with it is to shut myself away in a locked room even for one minute
0: yep absolutely it's yeah it's really so important to clear our energy out because especially if you're spending time soaking in the energy of others throughout the day as a service and then it's like you're saturated And then now, yeah, you got personal life to take care of as well. And that balance it, it's, it's a certain kind of stamina, but it also is continuous clearing, continuous clearing, just like we brush our teeth every day. You know, that's, I'm a big preacher of that with my clients too. It's just like clear that energy. Don't wait for, for a practitioner to do it in two weeks, do it every day. So it doesn't get so high, you know, in the importance level. So I, you know, I certainly understand that too. Well, I drew a few cards for you, if you don't mind.
1: Oh, I'd love
0: them. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> just to just to help with this um, in 2023. And, and I see some other things going on that I didn't even really ask about, but I, some interesting, cool things going on for you. Um, mm-hmm. it, it feels to me like there's sometimes part of the challenge for you may be wishing that, wishing that you weren't as sensitive it's like you know it's your superpower but it's like oh gosh when am I when is this going to change does that make sense yeah come on I've been doing this for how long yeah and sometimes it does eclipse the fact the fact that it is it is a beautiful part of who you are and it may create a bad I don't know if it'll put you in a bad mood but you might not have access to enjoy things as much yeah. Um, and so I feel like the the most important thing is to to add to your practices, perhaps um, a mantra or something that takes you back home to just kind of latching on to whatever the ideal memory will be from that moment and finding like, like for me, it might be, you know, I live near a city too, and I'd rather live in the woods. Um, we'll get there someday, but yeah. walking around a busy neighborhood, you know, and if I'm already overstimulated and there's cars I'm just like "Ah, I came out here to relax and then the cars and but it's like if I you know definitely tune out with music and then look at the trees look at the clouds like sharp sharpen my focus on the things that I came to see I feel like that practice if you're already doing it continue doing more of that to really
1: really hone in on that
0: does that make sense
1: that does yeah especially this time of year I love that what am I going to remember as being my good memory from today? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Good. Awesome.
0: Yeah, because this, the, the thing that I see coming out that I didn't expect to come out is that you are being called to a new level of service. Um, you're coming out of a time of really unleashing yourself. And really, uh, the part of you that was never allowed to run free in your life, that's the phase that you're coming out of. She's now free. She's able to be who she is. You mentioned that, you know, in in our talk just now, Um, but now some opportunities are going to be coming at you and you might not know which one to pick, but it it seems important to let them all come in at once, give yourself some time to adjust. And of course, being, being a spiritual intuitive mentor, you'll know to follow your intuition with it. But Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is um, that you may not need as much help as a part of you thinks maybe the intellect will think, well, I need someone to do this job for me or, 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 you know, I don't know, business coaching, may be one thing that you may be considering. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, well, let me just sit with what spirit's guiding me to do now, because the next level to me for you feels more, I see speaking, but I see very heart centered teaching, Mm -hmm. um, And it's a new level of the work that you already do and, and sort of embodying your wisdom in a greater way uh, as more of a teacher than a practitioner. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. I have just written my book. Um, I'm on the last couple of chapters. So, and that's a memoir of my life and my, it's a teaching memoir of my life. Um, And it's funny you say about unleashing that. That's what I feel. It's like now it's all on paper I feel like that has set free this part of me that was sitting. So, you know, I'm a private person, Mm -hmm. Um, not anymore. (laughs) That's all there. So, yes. uh, And I have been wondering, how many book coaches do I need to get this out there? And I kind of feel it's all right, even just in its raw form. So, yeah, that is uh, very interesting. Thank you.
0: You're very welcome. Yes. And and it's really, I can see what you're doing is so heart-centered and it really is going to speak to that and in, in people. And I, I feel the big kind of aha moment that comes by getting through that obstacle of just staying there instead of letting the mind take over that logical mind that's so strong is um, that's like, yes, this is, I knew this is what I came to do. And it's so much simpler than everybody else makes it. And I don't yeah. have to do it that way. And yeah. if if anything, the challenge is to l- allow your ego to transform into yeah. that next level because you don't need to, uh, as- I'm not going to say associate, but that is the word that came uh, associate or resonate with, and I use that word ordinary with the utmost respect, <laughs> the ordinary world the yeah. malls, you know, the, the, you know, the everyday places, the fast food restaurants, the stores, you know, it's like, we're just all in this kind of ordinary mind space in those places, mm-hmm. unless you're walking around and kind of soaking it all up, you know, like some <laughs> of us are, but I feel like you, you may feel the need to still have some of that vibration to blend in or match. Mm-hmm. And I feel the more that you say, well, I may never match that I can still be in those spaces. Yeah. But I'll bring my energy to those spaces as it is now. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to feel at home. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's not going to get to go to your head or make you someone you're not or anything like that. If anything, you're being yeah. more of who you are.
1: That's it. <laughs> it's it's so easy to be a comedian, isn't it? But then it's so hard. It's so hard. It takes such a toll. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I speak with my clients about. It's like, well, how can we be more of you? And then we we don't know who we are. And we are starting to remember that. And that is exciting.
0: It absolutely is. Absolutely. And yeah, I see your path. It's it's going beautiful places. And the more you stand up, it's the theme of the more I embrace who I am, the more I will help others embrace who they are. It's going to be this continuing yeah. loop. And anything that comes to complicate it remember it's just the mind yeah. playing its tricks as it always will um, yeah. but a lot of trust and a lot of a lot of beauty coming your way thank so you you're welcome it was a joy to, to do a reading for a fellow reader
1: <laughs> thank you i love yeah. i love that mantra the more i embrace myself the more i help others embrace themselves yes will be my exactly. morning mantra tomorrow
0: <laughs> love it love <laughs> it enjoy it Thank you. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. so welcome. And so thank you so much for being here today and sharing your lights. I love your story, your energy. I know the listeners are enjoying it as well. So if they would like to find
1: you, where can they check you out online? So I hang out a lot on Facebook. You can find me under Melissa Sagir Amos. Um, I'm the only one of those on there. Um, and I would love to offer you a free gift. If you go onto my website, Uh, the gift is to help you find your own intuitive voice, your own intuitive language, and then a little extra of just helping you tune into that a little better. And you can find that on melissa-amos.com forward slash free gift.
0: Awesome. Thank you so very much. And thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, If you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.